everybody. I'm Corey. I'm the Dungeon Master for Opportunity Roll. I'm here with the group. Say hi, everybody. Hello. Hi, everybody. Hello. Uh, Let's go ahead and do introductions. Let's go ahead and start with Jace. Hi, I'm Jace, and I'm playing Caustic, the Human Keeper. Zerodio. Hi, I'm Rodeo Maxwell, and I play Caster, the Great Black Esmar. Let's go ahead and do uh, Alex. Hi, I'm Alex, and I play Callisto, the Tiefling Druid. Uh, Ja Dust. Hello, I am Dust. I will be playing Finn, the Human Bardlock. And last but not least, our Homelander, Z-Man Ultra. Hi, everybody. I'm Chris. I'm going to be playing your human monk, Zareth, uh, monk of the old light, where we are kind of in the middle of its birthplace, or at least its last resting place. Uh, Zareth's kind of staggered being home for the first time in over a year. Um, Really overwhelming. Can't wait to see what's in store. Actually, you need two D100s, one from Dust and one from Zer. Okay. 99. Hopefully, nice. And uh, 30. Huh, that's kind of funny. Okay. Uh, Zer, I, I need you to roll me a subsequent D6. Sure. Five. Okay. Let me continue. Um, while everyone else kind of feels like probably, maybe, like, where the hell are we? <laughs> like, what strange land is this? Is this even on on Incendium? Um, Zare's heart is going to beat faster as they approach the temple. He's whispers under his breath. I, I just... Hope for a little longer that nobody recognizes me. Why do you say that? It's just been a long time since I've been home. That's it? Absolutely. I I suppose that sounds suspicious, Callisto, but um, I, I didn't leave here on bad terms. In fact, I left here on very good but sad terms sad in that i would be leaving (laughs) um i have many good friends here and it's just a little intimidating forgive the crassness but imagine if we were to go into your village and everyone had been alive i'm just waiting for a little hands to come up and hug my shins (laughs) and old hands to come up and try to feed me food like the old days and it's just a lot to take in look the temple is just around this corner corner you see the great yo what's up guys and you'll see off in the distance this rather green-haired gentleman almost cutting zer off a bit not knowing he was speaking as he's walking up to the group righteous how you been? Oh. Hello. Um 
It's been a distracting journey. Um, I know your hair. I don't know if I ever caught your name. And I make a little, like, lip-reading movements, like a little chattering with my hand. Because, like, I, I, I don't... I did never heard your name, so could you speak it to me again? That's cool, dude. It's Jackram, or you can just call me Jay. Jackram, that... Yeah. That, I honestly he's, don't remember if I've... He's the one who helped uh, uh, Caster, remember? I punched your bro, dude. Caster will nod. Thank you again. Anytime, anytime. Hey, I was about to hit some sick icy curls. You want to join? Um, I think eventually, but, uh, I'm not sure by the tide if now's uh, the right time. We just passed by the river and it looked rather high. That's the point. It's gonna be a little cold, but totally swelling. I, I wanted to be known that I want to talk, but I'm laughing too hard. <laughs> Fuck you. Anyway, I'll be staying at the inn. <clears throat> Slash bathhouse. Sorry, I got a little chuck in my throat. It's a little chilly. I've already been taking a few dips, but I'm gonna be cool. Don't worry about it. Don't be, don't, you know, uh, you know, no disease or anything. That's kind of how it works with us clerics. <laughs> he's gonna kind of give, uh, <laughs> he's gonna kind of give Caster just like one of those little friendly, like, jaunts in the shoulder with his fist. Anyway, I, I get the way you guys are a bit busy. I'll catch you bros later. Getcha! Kind of walk through the group a bit. Callisto's gonna turn to Zer and to say, What does he mean by hitting some sick icy curls exactly? Zer will be like shaking a shaka uh, back at Jackram <laughs> as he leaves and uh, a, a surfing. What is surfing? It is like riding a flat boat down giant mountains of water. Callisto's eyes just go full dinner plate mode. Can we go do that? Absolutely. Yes! Okay, okay, okay. But temple temple first. Priorities. Sorry. Temple first. Then I surfing. I really... Uh, it's no problem, Callisto. I just really want to make sure that everybody is okay. There are people who can check us out at the temple to make sure that there are no ill effects of the teleportation. There are tons of answers, I'm sure, that we'll be able to get at the, the temple. And the temple is where we were headed anyway the floating stones and all, so. Um, welcome okay. to the lily. And um, Zare will throw open the doors of um, the Grand Temple. They're well-balanced hinges, great stone doors with a big arch. And... Um, and he'll uh, go into the light inside. Caustic will follow. 
Yeah, close to all two. As will Caster. Same with Finn. They have a few like large fountains just as you kind of come in, but it'll eventually open from the main foyer into more of a, a larger decorated area. The floor seems to be ingrained in very delicate yet depictional flooring. Uh, it has a mixture of both brass and, and probably like uh, some sort of stone, uh, maybe a good... Um, uh, I wouldn't say that it's like regular white stone. I would say it's more like a um, obsidian, but it's it's a light obsidian. There does seem to be people there. They're, I would say, in a bit of a hurry. Um, however, there will be a face that is something somewhat recognizable. Um, Zuri, you would know him as your fiancé. Um, he's carrying a, a small stack of papers. Uh, and he seems to be in a bit of a hurry, almost a little worried. Um... He was talking to um, the the honored mother, who will eventually finish her conversation with him, but head off to uh, deeper places of this temple to continue her duties. Um, he seems to be left kind of wondering as he, he flips through a couple, a couple of these pages. Leander. around his neck and kind of wrap it around his shoulders and his head like a shawl. Castro will pull the hood up on his cloak. He'll take you around the outside of this temple and kind of standing in between a couple of the trees and on the far side of the wall here uh, near the exit to Aharaja. Um, more so just before like you hit the hit the road so just on the right side of this building and he's going to kind of look for a decent outcove that you know if anybody kind of does pass by they're not going to be looking directly down the outcove they're not going to be trying to get a lot of information he's going to have these papers folded in his hand and he's just going to kind of look to you and and I need to know what what happened in Fertosum are those war papers? They're worse. They'll hand them over. Um, reading as best as he can, um, Sarah so will try to um, read aloud like the important bits. So, without each of them are having... wanted yeah. posters. Um, they're two thousand dollars, two thousand gold. Wanted for each of your head, $10,000 for the full party. The accusations are befaming a noble and potentially causing a war between kingdoms. 
Oh, these. These must be forgeries. No, Lord Vagrant had them ordered himself. Well, that's unfortunate for him, because we've already been tried for this. I mean, that From doesn't I change understand. the fact that we're in danger. Apparently. If from what I understand, and this is coming through the grapevine, he at some point returned to Fortosum and explained his side of the situation, which matched up with a few other ledgers. They checked the book in which something was handed in, and unfortunately the book showed to have had alteration magic on it. Which means they seem to have found you guilty of trying to perpetrate... Issues between kingdoms. Yes, I understand why that's a problem. Um, kind of explaining to the rest of the party as he's going, the only real danger here in Aharasa would be that if there are any sunshade nobles or headhunters. Aharazos defected from the Sanjade Kingdom. No one here would want to turn us in. We're not part of that feud. But Sanjade is. Sanjade would have... dollars is a lot of gold. But 10,000 gold is 10,000 gold. Regardless of lines of war, that is still a lot. They have not painted you in a great light. No, of course he wouldn't. He is, after all, some kind of lich or something, and he'll look to Caustic. Um, what? Lord Vagrant isn't uh, in control of himself. Caustic? That's... Last I checked, he was... Uh, in a prison cell, I believe, uh, and then he vanished. Uh, right, Finn? That was that's my recollection of what happened. Uh, now, Solemn took over his body and then teleported away. Right, but that was in the prison, right? Yeah, it was in the prison, but he. Okay. He, yes. It's... Some demon or or something greater has possessed his body and now is using him to, to get back at us. And also, Lord Vagrant was the one being charged at the time that we left Fortosum. I found my mother, Leander. My mother is married to Lord Vagrant. She is regent of Fortosum as far as we know. I guess congratulations. I mean, I, I'm happy for you. I'm not... That's just come with ill news? I'm just trying to explain the extent of the situation that you may not be aware of in Harasa, but obviously these accusations are serious, so I appreciate you taking caution. I'm not sure how to explain the rest of it, though. I, uh... All I know, and this is the story, he disappeared at one point, and there was a huge look for him. Information was sent to Sorlem, 
And then eventually one day he returned, somehow cleared his name, and instead turned it on you. And if that's not the truth, I fully believe you. I'm just warning you of what people think of you and what's out there. Like, you don't have to convince me. Uh, That's what I understand. Looking at the bounty, is it dead or alive? Or is it dead? It is dead or alive. Okay, that's fine. Also, uh, hi, nice to meet you. Uh, sorry, uh, where's my manners? Uh, hello, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, This is Leander, we introduce my fiancé. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, this is Leander, my fiancé, um, and, uh, you're speaking to the lovely lady of the party, Callisto, um, it was sure, from sure. her homeland that we actually teleported in the Grangle Jungle, if you can believe that. <laughs> you what? We come from a long ways away. This is Caster. What on earth were you doing in the Grangle Jungle? Um, the crystal that fell. We were looking for it. Uh, Let me introduce you. This is is Castor. He is a cleric. He might be of help in the temple if the Honored Mother would allow him. Um, Hello. Uh, It's nice to meet you. It's a pleasure. I was actually just talking to the Honored Mother in hopes of clearing your name and... Unfortunately, there's not really much she can do to help. There's not really much anyone can do to help, is there? It's kind of everyone up to their own accord. I have to trust that anyone in the town who is at least not hostile to me would decline such an offer, but I guess we can't count on that, can we? I'm not saying treat everyone like a villain. But, oh, uh... never! <laughs> this is my home. This is this is our home. This is this is caustic. I was working with them at an inn in Pulpa when I went to search for my mother. Um, a bakery, actually. Um, we worked there for a couple months before uh, Castor and Callisto joined us, and uh, Finn, our our musician friend. Um, he joined us soon after. Nice to meet you. Where's the, the wizard and the dwarf? Um, Martha had to leave up in the mountains to the northeast, I believe is where she went. A hidden village much like ours. Hmm. Uh, I believe it was some relative of hers, the wizard. And he's looking through the wanted poster and seeing that obviously they are also in the stack. That's why he's naming them. Um, So the wizard uh, is perhaps most unfortunately in handsome. I think... In fact, we weren't sure where he was when we left Hansom. 
that's where we left him. Well, these just arrived about two days ago. They're still very hard to get a hold of. Only most inns have them currently. And even a few who doesn't, as they've been sent out through the guild books. Um, I pulled them down here as quickly as I could see them go up. But I'm <laughs> sure when the inn... The innkeeper. Um, so they were delivered to him. We'll have to ask him, I suppose. When I asked, he said they were transported through the books. Like a quick letter send of some sort. Has our guild name been tarnished or, like, stricken? Or, which, I wouldn't say it's stricken. I would say, though, I wouldn't go around boasting the name. Where where are you, these people supposed to turn in these bounties? Uh, the Kingdom of Fertosin. Okay, I have a plan for when we get back there. Not a good plan, and no goal for that plan, but I do have a plan. I... He's going to pull... Zero aside a little bit. Mm-hmm. As nice as your friends are, but I think you belong back home right now. I think it's time to not give up, but lay low. I I don't want to see you get arrested, unless I have to spend our honeymoon with you in jail. At first, Miss Air looks shocked, and this is visible to everybody in the party. It's then. He realizes what Leander is actually saying, and um, he nods, um, and loud enough for everyone to hear. Um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, we are all in need of a good rest. I think it would be also a good idea to lay low and spend some time studying the phenomenon of the temple, finding out where exactly these bounty papers came from, and um, restoring our good name to the city, to anyone who might have seen them before he pulled them down. Um, I think Fortosum being... I'll say it lightly. Uh, anyone capable of getting through the desert to Fortosum would probably be capable of killing us on the spot. So as long as we're not dead, we have no fear of being dragged through the desert. I think Aharaza is probably the safest place for us for the moment. Are we... Well, that actually raises a good point there, Zir. Um, is if we're wanted in Fortosum, then I think that makes our our path clear. Um, because my, my knowledge may be wrong, but that clears us through Sorlim, and I believe Tansum is under uh, the the regency of, of Sorlim as well. So I, those are... I don't think that's the case because we're also charged for trying to cite a war, so we're probably wanted from from both Everywhere. sides. 
Mm -hmm. Because somebody decided to give them the book. They believe it was a fake ledger. Classic just kind of shrugs. Uh, that's that's fair enough. Um, but no, I, I agree, Zare. We can lay low here, make sure, show that we're no harm here, perhaps help out around. Uh, I do have some unfortunate news, though. I'm, I'm not sure how wrapped up in the group they were, but um, a gentleman named Robert has already been arrested. Yes, she, he was sent by the acting regent to, to enact some diplomacy with Sorlem. Why would they arrest a diplomat? Isn't that... Apparently he was one of your teachers, and that indicated him as part of the group. Yeah, it ties to us, so trying to get to us by arresting people closer to us. Uh... Finn, can you message your princess and ask her who the ruling, who, who is the leader of Fort Tosin right now? Because if Zare, your mother, was queen regent, and then her husband comes back, would that not make him king regent? I I could, but I fear, like, they could, I don't know if they could have the, the ability to track or stop me or do anything. Because, remember, we had some trouble when trying to reach Jason before someone intercept the message. I don't want to give anything away. So we know that the book landed in Sorlem's hands. The last I was aware, it was in your hands, Caustic. Where did you intend to send it? I sent it to Sir Isaac. So someone intentionally misdirected it. That works in our favor. I don't know about that. Wait, I sent it to Sir Isaac. Did you say Sir Isaac? A fortosa. They just. Sir, they celebrated his life about two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, that would have made us in. on our way to. just sort of on our way out of Tansom. Would that not have been after. Lord? Regardless, that's. Very soon after we left. That would make sense why Brutus's gang appeared in Lorbrum, because if if Sir Isaac fell in Fortosum two weeks ago, then that could have been where everything fell apart. It would have made sense for Brutus to return to Lorbrum. And that's where they found you and Anastasvin. And with Sir Isaac dead, it would be so much easier for Lord Vagrant to clear his name. Yes, well, being 
heir to the throne, all he had to prove was that the book was transformed in some way, which was already evident when Castor detected the transmutation on the book when I tried to circumvent it with my dagger. So we have to either trust the mages in Sorlem to discover the true origins of that magic, we have to trust that my mother is still alive somehow in order to testify for us, and we have to trust that your father, or what you used to call your father, Cosmic, is Wait. somehow not in on this whole thing as well. There's quite a few problems with that. One, how do we know he hasn't already like paid off the mages? Two, as far as I remembered, your mother was still under control of whatever collar she had on. So she's yeah. probably still under control. And three, we don't know the uh, Caustic's father's involvement. And it's very likely to assume if he's willing to do all these sort of things, he'd do anything to save his own hide, so he's probably not going to be on our side. Uh, I'd say I might get an exclusion from that. My father is uh, very much all about family, if that uh, to take that to what extent that you will. I believe your exclusion might have already been adapted. You're only wanted alive. Okay. Well, that... That is interesting. Caustic is gonna smile. That actually plays into my plan very well. I have an idea. I don't know what we can do with it, but I do have an idea, and I'm very excited to try out this thing. Um... Sorry, DM question. Um, looking at the posters, and this may be incredibly personal to me, um, are the posters black and white or are they in color? Mostly black and white. Okay. Specifically, is mine in color? No. Duly noted. Um, Finn, you have a point about the mages being bribed. However, Vagrant being of the king of, or regent or heir to the throne, one of those three, to Fortosum, I don't think that would have much weight, because if the mages were found bribed in King Vagrant's favor, they would be tried in treason of their own kingdom. Um, so with them, I think we should be safe, as long as they're not completely bamboozled by Zolom's magic. Which is I... a very real possibility. I think we should probably find a safer place to talk. Maybe your home, my home. Um, I have to get back to the dock and take care of the ship. Um, they're going out on a voyage in about two days. It's only going to take about a day's travel, but uh, nonetheless, I have stuff to get ready. Uh, wherever we're meeting, I'm going to get a change of clothes so that I don't stand out as much. Uh, and Caustic will kind of look around note that Zara said something about the market and kind of point themselves towards the market. I'll I'll follow Caustic. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll go too. 
Shopping montage, shopping montage. Caster will. Um, Caster will join. Um, yeah, so we're heading off to the market plaza, which is just this little uh, a big round dirt area with lots of stalls and small buildings with awnings surrounding it. Um, just south of the temple, right before the bridge. We actually pass it. Uh, as you guys are kind of walking down through some of the uh, some of the stalls, because you've pretty much arrived, um, out of one of the, the darker alleyways, you'll see Arwen kind of emerge. Um, she may have materialized back there. It's not like she was just randomly back there, but she found a... A safe place uh, to to kind of bring herself forth into the material plane. She'll eventually join the party. Okay. Um. So, just gonna go ahead and spoil my plan. I want to pretend to get captured, like capture ourselves, and then we turn that in and collect 10,000 gold and possibly a direct access to uh, the throne. You're expecting that they're not going to just kill us on sight. You're also expecting that they intend to pay. Same. <laughs> this is Lord Vagrant. That's Flash true, but that may actually get us there because I don't think this will be solved in anything other than his... Removal, I suppose. Uh, he's being either Zolom or Lord Vagrants, and removal being up to interpretation. But uh, that's that's basically my plan. I'm very excited. I, I want to try this. Uh, see how good my acting skills are. Oh no. Can uh, we try that after we've had some time to rest and recuperate? Oh, absolutely. No, I mean, well, first off, we have to trek through a desert to get to Fort Osum. So that's not going to happen immediately. I see I see two good points of um, action in your plan, Caustic. If we venture to Sandshade with the intention of going to the Remnants to find more information, we risk the a higher chance of being caught in Sandshade. However, if we are caught in Sandshade, that means a quick and safe trip to Pulpa, which gets us then to Fortosum easily, which is where we intended on heading anyway, with the exception of the stop in Dragon's Rest. So there's compromise. Um, do you see anything you like? Any of you? It's on me. Uh, yes. I, uh, Caustic is going to pull out, uh, and I am so sorry for all of our listeners if I'm mispronouncing this, but a thob, which is like a traditional, uh, like Middle Eastern, uh, wear, and it'll be like a very pale green, because I assume that things are colorful, but you still want it light because it's the desert. Is that correct, Chris? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So a very 
pale, I forgot what color I said, so I'm just going to say green, hoping that I said green the first time, uh, and just kind of hold it over myself to see if it fits. Um, do I recognize the merchant? It's been a year, but I'm assuming I recognize most people in town. Maybe not everybody. Uh, probably not this one. Okay. I mean, there are a few that you do recognize, but not this one today. Is Which, it, I mean, also kind of works in your favor. Is it someone young? Like, maybe one of a previous merchant's sons that has taken over a shop, perhaps? Um, I'll ask his name. Um, um, excuse me, fine merchant. Uh, I, as you can see, I'm from Maharasa, yes. but I don't recognize you. Um, oh, I'm, I'm new here, actually. Uh, coming from, from south. I, uh, north here. I mean, south from... It, it's a long story. Um, I am actually from... Give me a second. As the DM collects information for my backstory. Um, That's a long town name. Um, I, I'm from Sirgood, um, but I made my way through Last Chance and uh, gave a small trek between here and Ataraja. So, um, I'm um, Bastion. Uh, let me go ahead and give you guys a view of Bastion. Um, he's got kind of tan skin, um, some like really like oceanic blue eyes. He's got like a, a thick kind of like five o'clock shadow-esque goatee going on. Um, long hair kind of pulled back up into a ponytail, dark brown. Um, he's, I mean, he's not quite a vendor. He's also uh, seems to have got his own arms. Um, so he's got uh, two swords, uh, a couple of hand axes to the side, a backpack, also mixed in with his his general goods, uh, but not for sale. I apologize. I must have mistook you for a a a, a local. Um, you have that look about you, and I say that in a flattering way. Um, I myself do not have the look of a local, um, thanks to my mother, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, we're interested in this thob that you have for sale here, um, for my friend. Uh, what's the price? Uh, four, four silver. Uh, sorry, four silver. I'll, uh, I'll hand him, um, the four silver. And, um, just... Checking my inventory. Um, he, while you guys are doing this interaction, he'll kind of look to to Arwen. And, hold on one second. Okay. 
He's completely passed out right now. All right, sorry. Um, I just wanted to make sure that I didn't have a lot of background noise going on. Uh, it'll be just a, a few more seconds. Uh, continue. Um, he will be having a, a small interaction with Arwen, but um, we'll, we'll cut this part out. Sorry. What, what does everyone else buy? Let's get this fashion montage. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I, this is Going clothes shopping in D&D is always hard for me because like I have a background in fashion design. So this is like my whole thing. Um, I feel like Callisto goes around and she finds, first of all, a hood. Very important hood because she does not own one and she has horns. And that's important. Um, and then I think she finds like a blue caftan type flowy dress, light blue to match her eye color. Um, that will like she can put her armor on 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 top of it or then under it and it it's very versatile so yeah okay. and some shoes well now oh, she keeps her shoes real quick Corey, you said because i believe jay uses one that they have like a hair dye crystal isn't that a thing yes where can we get um those? he's well he's got several colors currently he's got a green blue and a sharp red. Um, each of those crystals are about 50 gold each. Because they are a permanent color. Oh, so when your hair grows out, it will grow out red. If your hair grows out, it'll grow out blue. So like it is, for all intents and purposes, a hair dye you will not have to reapply. Do I want to spend? Uh, yeah, Caustic will toss 50 gold out and grab the red one. Um, Ben's gonna get a very light blue small vest with some like grayish like almost like let's say desert pants or whatever you know they're like very like fluffy or whatever I, I don't know how to explain it Aladdin pants. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying yeah yeah thank you Aladdin pants it'd be like I guess harem pants or something yeah, thank you. Caster will just pick out something something modest, something white and flowy and light. Um, you know, almost like a robe, but uh, you're also getting a thob. You're are you getting basically like this thing that I posted in chat where it's like a I didn't see what you posted in chat. I ignored oh. chat when the Fair enough. I just posted it so other people could see what I'm talking about because it's an Weird. uncommon garment in the fun chat. It's a like it's basically a robe. It's just like slightly more fitted. It's like literally made for like I'd the Middle East. It's what I'd say. Not even quite. It'd be something more loose, a little bit more flowy. Um, uh, you seen the mummy? I have seen the mummy. Like like something almost like what the uh, the Magi wear, except not in full black because this is the oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I get you. Um, and, you know, uh, probably some some sandals or something, you know? He's got, he's got his really hot boots right now, which would be really hot in the desert. Also, could I just get, like, a scrap of fabric so I can, like, just tie up the, the missing hand, like, as in, like, a sling or something? 
Sure. Uh, so I think altogether that'll come out to around 75 gold for everything. Okay. As you got to think, a lot of this clothing is handmade. It's hand-weaved, all that kind of stuff. So that 75 including the 50 for the hair dye, or is that separate from that? Uh, hair dye separate. Oh, okay. Well, I paid for the hair dye separately. <laughs> I got the 75 um, Okay. As as you guys are kind of going through the purchase, he's going to have kind of like this, just like a quaint conversation with Arwen. You know, he's going to ask her where she comes from, and she's she'll be coy. And she'll say, you know, around. Um, you know, he'll just kind of say, like, oh, you know, I haven't noticed anyone around here quite like you before, and you know, you're quite beautiful, and um, you know, she'll she'll kind of turn a little red, maybe a little like slight. Road romance. Um, as you guys are, are kind of paying out, he'll give her um, kind of like free flowers on the house. He'll pick her a couple of Dune Evening Primroses, and he'll give her a few of those. Um, let me see if I have... There we go. Yeah. So here's a, a look at those flowers. Is there anything else I can help you uh, lovely people with today? Do you know if there's a healer or something? Someone who could maybe cure, like, if you've gotten a disease, magical disease or something? Personally, uh, being as new to the place, uh, no, but they do have that uh, temple uh, place over the way. Um, maybe there? Um, yes, I think, Finn, this, this is an obvious priority for you. Um, I think if we step inside the temple and find a wise man, they'll be able to tell you exactly what you need, and then we can quickly, um, abscond to my father's house. I, I can go in by myself. I can, I can change my look, so it's, they won't notice it's me, so don't worry about that. All right. Um, I trust you. Uh, just find a wise man. They're usually kind of a little bit crazy or old looking and usually humming. Just wait for them to stop. The priestesses won't be able to help you because they're mostly trained in the arts, which you might also find interesting. But don't try to hit on any of them, please. I won't. Uh, where where should I meet up? Or are y'all just going to wait outside for me? Um... I think we should at least go in groups, if not all as one. Uh, but could I go with you, Finn? I'm, I'm not going to stop you. They want well. for a party of two. I think that's wise. Um, my house is on the other side of the temple, just after the bend. Um, so he'll put one hand towards the temple and one hand like directly through a group of houses where it looks like there might be a road on the other side and um, just find the one with the glass forge and all the stained glass windows okay I was going to ask if you could leave something outside that we could recognize without you having to make yourself known but that will work alright well get, hopefully get this done quick and be be back soon 
As you guys head off from the merchant, he'll give a, a small wave. Anybody who'd like uh, can roll a perception. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be me for one. And Qualstick for one, I think, would actually be paying attention here. So you had an 18, 18, natural one, which ended up in a 5, 19, and a 5. So Finn got an 18, Zer got an 18, and Caster got a 19. Um, Two things you're going to notice, that his his greeting slash hello, of course, definitely lines up with Sergood. He's got a very particular wave that is only found kind of in that area. Kind of like a, a small somatic dialect. Um, so if that were anything to go by, he might be telling the truth. Uh, but the main thing that you're going to notice is that he has a very familiar ring on. Interesting. Well, I, we head to the temple and I do as Zara says, I look for an old wise man and wait till he stops humming old wise man. I don't have any information on old wise man's or what to... they they're basically the clerics um they have the healing uh and they also take prayers if you have anything to say to them okay um so let me go ahead and find some quick art here real quick. I'm going to have to dig into my stuff here. You think like an old um, snake charmer? Um, yeah, let me see if there's anything I have. We'll just have to, because I don't think I have anything that would really fit that description as far as art goes. Um, at least not write anything offhand. So... Uh, you know what? Hold on. I don't know if I've used him yet this year. Whoa. That looks great. I haven't seen that picture. That's a cool one. So he's he's got a few scars on him. He's sitting there kind of uh, chilling, doing a few chants. He's in the interim way of the actual temple itself. Um, after he finishes a few a few verses, he'll he'll kind of look to you and say, "Yeah, how are you?" Uh, hello. I I was told that uh, you are a healer of some type. Is that correct? Yes. I, uh, Caustic, do you do you know what the flowers were that 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 I fell into? I can't I can't seem to recall their names. The uh, Priscilla's flower. Yeah, I I fell into some Priscilla's flower and and contracted some kind of disease. I was seeing if maybe you could help with that. Well, the first thing he's gonna do is cover his face. That, uh, yeah. Have you have you breathed on anyone yet, sis? No, no, I have not. It has also been, uh, by our math, about somewhere between uh, two and twelve days uh, since exposure, depending on um, circumstances. 
He's going to look completely confused at that description. Um, he's going to take a crystal. And he's going to kind of tap on it twice. And it's going to shine with a bright... Sorry, one second. I'm getting a little bit of heartburn. Um, it's going to be a bright light, but it's going to be very focused. Um, it's it looking like it's going to polarize light from whatever light source that he can, whether that's um, something like a, a wall sconce or the actual light from the sun coming down. And it's going to focus it into a singular beam. And he's going to shine that in both your eyes. He's going to kind of like use his thumb to, to pull like the bottom lid of your eyes down on each of them. And um, he's going to going to pull back a little bit. He's going to keep that cover on his face, put one hand on that, and he's going to flick you in the nose. Um, can I get a constitution save, please? Okay. So, at most you're going to sneeze. He's not, like, trying to cause your nose to bleed or anything. Uh, but he's trying to get, like, some sort of basic reaction. And your body will respond in, will respond in kind. Um, uh, he's just going to kind of look to you and go, uh, the only thing I'm seeing is that, um, that magic sickness. That's, that's about, about it. Really, uh... And, and a missing hand, of course, son. Yeah, I, I noticed that one. Um, that's that's weird. I, I mean, I have not been feeling well, but better than I did when I first got the fell into the flowers. So I just, I don't know. Are you sure it was a Priscilla's flower? They have many alternate sister flowers that look just as deadly, but it, don't have prolonged issues. Maybe it was, maybe we were mistaken, but uh, thank you for at least checking checking me out. Do I owe you anything for it? No. No, no. We, we do this on the house. Oh, but then what should I do for the magical sickness? Just just rest or... Rest. Plenty of, of, of water. Non-raw uh, magic irradiated water. And you should be fine. All right. Uh, thank you very much. And, uh, uh, Constick will kind of put a hand out to, like, stop Finn. Uh, can you, by any stretch, by any happenstance, do anything to help his hand? In in what way? I, I uh, Are you looking for... I'm looking for regrowth. Caustic, it's fine. I, I, you never know until you ask. That is why I wish to ask. So here's uh, what we're gonna do. Um, I'm gonna need a D100 because he's gonna pull out a spell book and he's going to slowly flip through it. You want to roll it, Finn, or you want me to? It's your hand slash arm. I'll roll it. 27. After, I'd say, about five minutes of looking, and he's, he's going to flip through a solid, almost solidly every page of his book. He's going to 
He's going to shake his head. Um, however, uh, there is nothing I can do, but there is, uh, from what I hear, a blacksmith uh, up in Cheriton who has been making prestheses. Of course, it'd have to be. It'd have to be there. Yeah, caustic will spin. Perhaps we'll have to go there. Uh, thank you for your time. Okay. Thank I you. Pray that you get a, a hand. Eventually. Uh, caustic will bow and kind of like back out. He'll he'll do an awkward bow. It's definitely not uh, fully a complete custom here. So, but he wants to be light. Then we'll just start walking out and start heading to where Zer said his home was. Yep, and Caustic will uh, follow. Corey, what are the instructions <laughs> for this hair dye crystal? Do I have to wash my hair? Or can I just smash it over my head and like dye my hair instantaneously? What you're going to need to do is grab a bucket of water, and then you are going to need to crack the crystal... Uh, almost like a powder, like a, like a fun dip. And you're going to need to pour that, that powder inside the crystal in the water and do one of two things. Not only are you going to have to soak your hair in it for you know, about 30 seconds, um, when you're done, you're going to need to take a small swig of it. Now, dipping your hair in it will dye the hair currently. Taking that swig will make sure that anything that grows out will become permanent. Alright, uh, noted. Whenever we... It, it is recommended to wash your hair before you do this. Yeah, So that oh, you're not drinking disgusting swill. I guess we need to take a bath in the bathhouse anyway. But yeah, we'll just, uh, yeah, Caustic will follow Finn and look around the houses until we find one with a glass oven and stained glass out front. Um... So I've already led Callisto and Castor here. Um, Arwen as well. And and Arwen, because um, she's attached to the sword, yes. Um, and I wouldn't have left her even if she wasn't. <laughs> um, so I believe there are... So there's... The first story is actually not part of the house at all. You actually enter the house by going into the forge slash, like, like, workshop. It's up a ladder. So on the second floor, there will be two main rooms. Um, they're not very large, um, but it's enough for all of us and um, enough for some privacy for one or two people at a time. Um, should they wish to study or um, get some private rest or something. Um, there is a large fire that extends downward to the first story where the forge is, so a big fireplace, and a small bay window with a couch, and then on the opposite, on the opposite side of the main room is a uh, bed for two. In the other room, um, 
there is a small, small, small basic kitchen. Um, a lot, and Zer will explain that a lot of the food is shared in this community. So instead of being expected to buy groceries every day from the grocer and make your own meals every day, there might be a communal cook where you go and eat as a, as a small community. So there'll be a small kitchen and a small sitting table area, um, but it's kind of bare bones. And apart from what maybe Leander has left out um, doing his work while he's in town, um, again, that, that's that's pretty much it. Um, Zara will look for a calendar that Leander might have been using to okay. kind of confirm that it is the second, because he's still kind of... I can't believe it, it's, it's the second of Nocturum already. Um, so, looking directly at the calendar, you know, the, the, the sundial is mostly accurate. Uh, however, depending upon the particular type of day, it can read a little off. Um, it, is, it is actually the third of Nocturum. Okay. That might have been the cause of the confusion. I wasn't there. Never mind. <laughs> um, so, perhaps it is the third of Nocturum after all. Um, make yourselves at home, um, please. Um, there are some books that Leander reads to me. Um, a lot of them are fairy tales, but there are also some of my own collection that are of the sciences, mostly to do with minerals and rocks and plants and flowers. Um, glass making, please don't mark any of the pages of the glass working books. Uh, there... Uh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. Uh, there are a few more things in the house uh, that kind of stand out. Uh, as you said, most of the food is communal. Uh, there seems to be uh, two things uh, kind of laid on the counter that um, don't fit the area. So they were probably picked up from Leander uh, along his trade route, along his, his job. There is a salted wax-wrapped half-boar, as well as three jib fruit. What was the first item again? I'm not sure I'm, a f I'm familiar with that, that word. In so English. there's a boar uh, that's been cut in half, salted and cured so that it will not rot, and then wax, uh, wax paper has been wrapped around it to keep oh, it okay. as fresh as possible. Oh, wow. Uh, sorry for the smell, if there's any. Um, I'm Lots of smells in this town. Um, many of them pleasant, and um, some of them foreign and he'll look at the the boar that's a <laughs> place on the table um i'm not sure what leander has planned with that but it's likely he plans on bringing it to one of the communal meals um and forgive me the second item was uh three chip fruit uh fruit again maybe for the communal meals meals um maybe for a snack um but we'll leave that for Leander to sort out. Um, 
I'll likely be spending a lot of time down in the forge. The better I can work my reputation in town, the better, obviously. And uh, I might be able to make some money here. Selling the glass that I used to sell. There are many people who will remember my father. And um, almost as many who will remember my own work from before I left. Um, after all, it's only been a year. Um, is there anything you wish to ask me? And then maybe at this time, the rest of the group can join us. Is that suitable? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'll ask that to the whole group. Uh, uh, welcome, Finn. Uh, how goes the health? Besides a case of magical sickness, I don't have any other thing wrong besides the the hand. Magical sickness? Oh. Oh, perhaps from the water that flooded in in that room. That's what I'm thinking. May, it might have done something to counteract the disease. I don't know about that. Did the wise man say anything about magical sickness on you, Caustic? Or did you ask? I didn't ask. I'm I'm just grasping at straws here because it makes it doesn't really make a lot of sense that I that I was cured. I guess is the best best uh, words. If we're grasping at straws, you did fall into the water very, very shortly after you inhaled the pollen. A sooner intervention is a stronger intervention. I don't know if that's a saying, but it makes sense to me. I can only be glad. Um, also, there's a blacksmith in Cherryton that could help with the, the hands. So... I may have to go home if I want to see it fixed. I, I As don't in... Be... Sorry. Uh, sorry, um, Zareth's going to smile and he's going to say, I don't see a future where we don't visit your home as well before this adventure is over. However, <laughs> with so many paths before us, I fail to see one that brings us there so immediately. Oh. It might be a while, no. and in that while, you might find an alternative. Uh, like I told Caustic when he asked, it's it's fine. I'll, I wor I'll work with it. I've... It's not a big rush, is what I'm saying. I'm just letting y'all know what, what he said. All right. That makes sense. It's not very often that we have very grievous injuries in this town. Usually any infection that would cause such an injury would be handled well before... Well, it doesn't matter. Um, do you have any of you have any questions for me or ask me um, what you'd like to do? Yes, Glisto. Yes, I, I did. You're good. Um, I did have... You mentioned you have... I'm so sorry. You're breaking the nail. I, I know this because I took my finger off the button. Um, you mentioned that you had books on plants and animals in the area. Um, I'm kind of curious about the local flora and fauna. Actually, the blacksmith, just kitty corner, um, 
has a bigger library than I do. So if you're looking for and he, he, he kind of pauses to try to sort out his words because he's not familiar with the scientific terms himself. <laughs> a little bit of a dunce. If you're looking for the fauna, the blacksmith would ironically be more inclined to have books on, on that. He typically mines his material himself and would be more acquainted with the kind of threats that go on with the mining. I do have some books on flowers that I use as models for my glassworking. They have more information than just models, um, but I typically don't read that far into it. But you'd likely find more information than I would. Okay. I, I Sorry, my keeping my finger on the button. Uh, to be quite honest, I'm not much of a book learner. <laughs> Um, so are there any areas where we find? Yes, actually. We use many of the flowers in our ceremonies, um, both for decoration and more practical purposes, um, along the riverbank. Um, you might find this absolutely nothing poisonous, except I wouldn't eat anything that you find that you don't know, of course. Um, but there are many different kinds of flowers that you might be able to find along the riverbank that would bring you much joy, and maybe you'll find a herbalist use for them. All right. Sure. Okay. Yeah, that, those are all my questions. You do have a lovely home. Oh, thank you. Um, Leander put a lot of elbow grace into it after my father passed away. Um I'm not sure about the forge downstairs, what shape it is, because Lander, God knows, has no use for that. Um, the windows were all designed by my father and crafted, and I, I often look at them. It brings all sorts of colored light into the room when... Anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, Castor. Yes. Do you have anything on your mind? I mean, honestly, I'm not. I don't know what to do. We're wanted people. Everything seems to be against us right now, and I don't know how to handle it myself. Well, you're certainly dressed the part for town. I would suggest showing off those wonderfully feathery wings. And doing some good deeds and having fun with the children. They're always playing games in the streets. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm not, not sure. It's a rather small town. It's not like the big ones we've been to so far where there's... Hold on a minute. And then I'll check the calendar again and I'll see if there are any festivals showing up because I've been away for a while. Um... There, there is a a new festival marked off, but it's not in town. Um, okay. It is uh, probably about a day's travel north. Um, it is known as the Witchram Festival. It's a carnival almost. Is actually what it's mostly marked as. And what day is that set to start? Uh, so two days, so that'll be third, fourth, fifth. So the fifth of Nocturum. If you all can entertain yourselves, 
until the 5th, there seems to be some sort of new festival. Zareth, forgive me for this, but you don't think that the people of this town would sell us out for 10,000 gold apiece, 50,000 total? To be honest, the majority, no. Some, of course, but I don't know who they would be. Like we just met, there's a new fellow, a bastion, who comes from Sorlem, who's probably used to a more decadent life. I'm not accusing him of being one to sell us out, but, you know, there are people who come from Sandshade who live luxur luxurious li lives and who could probably stand to have a few more thousand gold pieces in their purses. But honestly, for the most part, everybody who lives here for more than a year is accustomed to a simple life. They have no need for extravagant feasts. They have a community that cooks for everybody. They have no use for extravagant clothes. They have simple clothes in beautiful styles that cost pennies because the people who make them are kind. There's a temple here and bathhouse and in for playing games and uh, a harbor that brings in all the fish we need to eat. Again, when, it's a simple life. When you guys were, were purchasing things, I think Arwen would have liked to add one thing. So I'd like to, to retcon a small purchase, um, which is a hip satchel. Um, kind of something small enough to hold, say, like a small book or like a little small container. Um, if that's okay. Uh, it would have been about two gold from the, the guild loot, I'll if you guys that. would be... Okay. Yep, got it. Who currently is holding her sword? Um, I am. But while they're talking, uh, she's going to kind of skadoodle over to you a bit. Um, she's going to open the backpack, and she's going to say... Do you mind if I carry it in the bag for a short while? I I want to go and do a bit of uh, looking around town. And I can't go too far away from it. No, I don't mind at all. Are you sure you don't want one of us to come with you? I'm happy to go with you if you'd like. I feel like it would be more dangerous to go along with you guys than it would be to just go alone. I'm... Not saying that in a mean way, it's just I'm not one of the people in a wanted poster. Uh, and she's going to give like a, a small smile, like, I'm not trying to be rude, but I'm more likely to get in trouble with wanted people than by walking around as an innocent bystander kind of situation. Okay. I, I understand that. Just be safe, okay? Of course. Okay. Then, yeah, and Callista will take the sword off her hip. Uh, I feel like she had it tied so that it's hung under, like, a scarf that she has tied around her waist, so it's a little hidden. Uh, she'll mm. take it off and hand it to Arwen. And she'll tie it. There's, like, a little metal clasp where there's, like, a um, one of those little um, journal locks, little, little tiny ones that are, like, frail, but they're... 
they'll stop pickpocketing for the most part. She'll she'll kind of close the lid on that and she'll put that on, and then she'll wait until most of the group seems a little busy. Uh, well, besides Calista, because Calista knows she's she's trying to dip a little bit, and then she'll try to uh, let's do a sleight of hand. She'll try to slip out the door. Um, sleight of hand. Twenty. Um, oh wait, that would be stealth. So hold on, let's. Oh no, it's still the same roll. It's still a plus two. So twenty for stealth. Um, up to you guys if you want to. I know she's doing it while you guys are talking. So Caster's not really paying attention to that. He's got his eyes. Basically glued to the the poster of himself. He's talking with Zareth because he doesn't he doesn't feel safe going out as much as he wants to. I I, I would I would probably keep an like not say watching Arwen but keeping an eye out if for any movement. So um, I'm actually gonna say because of what happened last episode, that Zara is trying to keep an eye on the sword, and I, and Zara, I guess, mistakenly thought that Caster had the sword. So while I'm conversing with Caster and I notice you don't have the sword, I look around to see who has a sword, and I remember it was Callisto. So I'm going to make a perception check on that premise. Um, so I'll notice that she slips out with a 23, but I won't say anything, mm -hmm. and I won't stop her. I'll ask Callisto later, but um, I have a lot of stuff to... Like, you know when you just come home from like a very long road trip? <laughs> you, you, you just want to stay in your house. <laughs> so, um... Uh... Well, um, Jay noted that there was a bathhouse, though it is attached to the inn, uh, I could do with a bit of a bath. Uh, if that's not wise, I will just wash myself off in the ocean. Um, but I don't want to go by myself, just in case. Uh, I'll go with you because I could just at, at the inn part, just play and do a little uh, Is that it, I, I'll just change my look and so it shouldn't be that big of a deal I'll yeah, come a, with illusion. you I have a small stop next door um, Callisto would you like me to pick up any of those books I'm going to see the blacksmith oh sure if you'd like to again I'm not Great at focusing on pages for a long period of time, but you can try. I mean, sure. If they got pictures. Actually, here's what I'll do. I'm I'm going to just um I'm gonna get some clothes out and uh, and he'll actually just go through like a small door in the wall, which is called a closet for people who didn't know. Um, and, and he's gonna get out um like a a nice um like covered but mobile um. Like a like a thigh length uh, coat 
that's kind of decorative. It's it's not super expensive. Expensive. It's not. It's like brass and maybe some silver, but uh, something that he he likes to wear, and he'll lay that out on the bed, and then um, if it's okay, I'll join you, um, folk, um, at the shore. If you take the road northwest, there's a nice beach there. Um, there might even be some old surfboards lying around on the beach. Um, you know, but, um, feel free to bathe in the ocean if you wish. Um, the tides out there are notoriously weak and safe. Um, so that's where I would recommend going for a bath. Uh, Caustic is going to look at Finn. Well, to be honest, Zare, I did plan on taking a bath at the bathhouse, but perhaps going for a swim and then rinsing off is a better idea. So, Finn, are you still down to uh, do that with us? Or did you just want to go straight to the inn? Well, I mean, if we don't take the inn's a good idea, I can just go into the market and just set up a little thing just to just to play I I haven't played in a good long while and I just I get I need that feeling it helps me think you'd Are actually you... probably make more money outside the temple the temple is actually where most people come to enjoy the music not inside the temple is where you solicit but outside the temple is where you might be able to find some gold can Otherwise, you... you might be perceived as taking business away from the marketplace sellers. Can you okay. play right now? I would hold up the invisible flute, but y'all don't see it. So he'll just, you'll see him like put his hand close to his mouth and start playing a tune. Do we hear music? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Cool. All right. So, uh, Caustic will kind of nod their head. Uh, well, um, uh, okay, just be safe. I was about to say, make a, we'll know if you get in trouble. I, I trust you to make some sort of noise or scene that we can come running to if you, if you want to do that. I will. And he'll just uh, head out. How how long until sunset, Corey? Probably about five hours. Uh, Caustic will yell out to Finn, because I assume we'll split up at some point. Uh, just try to be back at the house uh, around sundown. Yeah, they'll say, alright. And then just head to the entrance of the temple, temple and just kind of sit down and start playing. Uh, give me a quick performance. That's a 30. Uh, that go is... ahead and give me a D12, a D6, and a D4. Alright. D12, a D6, and a... D four. Alright. So you're gonna end up getting ten silver pieces. 
four copper and two gold. All right. Um, before I leave, I'll just say to um, Castor and Callisto, um, Callisto, I'm going to drop by the blacksmith and see if he'll get out some books on Fauna, just so you can drop by later, perhaps, and pick those up. Um, please don't touch that curtain in the corner. That's my mother's harp. Um, it's, uh, very delicate, and I'm, I doubt Leander has taken good care of it, so the strings might snap, or it's just very delicate. Um, I'm off, and hopefully to join Caustic. Okay. Yep. Got it on the harp. Caster will not. And um, I'm going to uh, jump to the blacksmith, who is a dwarf, but otherwise I don't know his name, because I know, Corey, you like to to have a lot of leeway with that. Um, well, he'll probably go by his last name, which is Steambottom. <laughs> okay. And is he present uh, at his station? Currently, yes, but a little raptured in the, the fire. Uh, he's going to be working on that for like about two or three minutes. Um, let me go ahead and find a quick photo for you. Where is it? This'll do. This is a good steam bottom. Ah, um, so Mr. Steam Bottom. <laughs> My old teacher. Hi. He's the troublemaker. <laughs> I I'm I'm back at last. Uh, I the man who who taught me everything I knew and know about um, forming glass structures. My father was a stained glass maker, and you were the sculptor master. Um, I have a question for you. And, and uh, yeah. I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> it's been so long. It's a year. I. Uh, it's hard to imagine, but um, mm. first. Of all, I've brought some companions back with me. I have a druid that's interested in... Ah, that's why we were stating the obvious. Nice to meet you. Um, oh, he's blunt. I have a, a druid companion. A herbalist companion. Hey. <laughs> a herbalist companion uh, also into uh, animals. Love for animals. Ah, plant picker. Yes, I was wondering if you had any books, if you might, in the next few days, um, if you happen to come across them in your library, lay them out for her? Personally, I don't have many plants. Uh, I 
uh, don't really keep them for long. I mean, I've got enough to season the forge, you know, of course, keeping it smelling minty up in here because, you know, the sweat. And he's going to kind of kind of waft one of his pits a bit. But um, a new seller might be able to help you out. His name is Bastion. Uh, he's, he's relatively new around the area, but he can get a hold of most things. I mean, within reason, you know, he's not going to have like ye old tomes or anything like that, but he'll... He'll have a small collection of, uh, uh, I wouldn't even say books. They're more like um, tapestries or scrolls. Uh, paper's a bit hard to get out uh, around here, you know. I'll be sure to oh, mention geez. it to my companion. Um, however, could I ask... I've met this bastion. He's from Sorlim. Oh. I would think it would be anyone from Sandshade who would be able to get a hold of you know, things from the ships that come in. How does he have these connections that you speak of? I just say he came in with a with a good loot currently, and right now Sandshade is a little bit busy with what's going on between uh, your situation. Alright. That makes sense. I have another question. Right. Um, our party is supposed to be staying here for a good few days. I'm wondering if you might be able to make me some combat greaves. I don't plan on kicking anybody in town anymore. And he'll smile. Uh, sure. Um, we can do a uh, familiar discount, which means I'm actually going to charge you more. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll say uh, two gold. Enough okay. to cover the uh, the ingots. So, um, just, I, I, I guess we have to, like, meta-speak uh, in terms of what I'm looking for. Are, are, um, are greaves that can scale up with my unarmed strikes, but that are kind of, like, basically brass knuckles for my feet? Are, are you talking, like, boots? Like, iron boots? Yeah, something to like cover my shins that I might be able to hit something with really hard, but that will scale with my unarmed attack damage. Um, are, uh, wait, are, so are you looking at clothing that also doubles as weaponry? I'm confused here. Well, so so we know there exists like brass knuckles for fists that can be used with unarmed attacks, right? However, Zara's yeah. fighting style, he uses his unarmed attacks mostly with his feet and his legs. So I'm kind of looking like the functional equivalent of brass knuckles, but for my feet or shins that I can hit people with, with my unarmed attacks. Alright, we'll we'll talk more about that at the end. It's going to take him time to make them. Okay. Um, so I'll put half he'll down. Give you probably... Oh, sorry. I'll put half down. Um, which did you say two gold, or is it going to be more for what I'm describing? Well, considering he's only going to basically ask you for the the cost of the ingots, which is something he's going to need to purchase up front. He's going to need the full cost up front. Okay. It's only two gold. Okay. Um, but without being able to purchase the ingots, uh, he won't be able to really make anything. Okay. So, like, he could make you one grief, but then, like, when you pay the other, then he would be able to make you the second. So, <laughs> it's... 
That that makes sense. I assumed because he's a dwarf and he mines that he would have it on stock, but I guess there's probably like a communal area where he sells it to and then buys it back as needed. There like is uh it's it's hard to get ingots out here. There is a very particular manner of being able to take dirt and and kind of smelting that in a way and then the more natural like iron and stuff like that kind of pools inward there's um actually tricks online let me see if i can they they okay. actually have tricks of using natural sources like dirt and things like that to smelt over time and get minuscule pieces of iron so okay. what he's basically purchasing is like a shit ton of dirt to forge his own ingots and then using those ingots to forge your items. So he and has that's to kind of how he stays in business. Yes. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Um, I've marked my two gold down and I'm going to make it short and, and bid him farewell and then I'll see him soon. Cause he's my neighbor. Um, but I'm down, I'm, I'm going down to the beach with some friends. So he knows cause I'm not, technically allowed to be near the beach because I don't have hearing, which is dangerous. But I'll be with some friends. Uh, thank you so much, Mr. Seambottom. Hey, uh, keep your head down when you're here. I don't think most of us would turn you in, but I can't speak for most people outside of town. I understand. I think my companions do as well. Um, so I think it's a load of shite that they think that you would lie like that, so. Just be wary. If they think that, if there are any spies or any bounty hunters in town, which from Sandshade there very, mel very well might be, they could be Spies in a small town like this? We've, I think you've been reading too many of those fairy tales, boy. No. Xander always reads them for me. Fair enough. Uh, tell your boy, Toy, that uh, he owes me a single gold for the repairs on the ship. Uh, it's been like that for about a week. I'm not pressuring, but the oars come from somewhere. I don't have any more gold, so here's a platinum. Uh, he'll he'll give you a, enough change. Um, I actually did have yeah. a gold. <laughs> he's he's a like so he's a dwarf, so like he is on it. So the moment you hand him a platinum, he's in his his chest of of finances to give you the okay the return. I'm off to the beach with Cossack. Right. And uh, Castor and Clisto are in the house. Uh, yep. And Finn has just made his performance check. So um, maybe we can go to Callisto and Castor and then to myself and Cossack. Sorry, Cossack, for making a long scene. <laughs> Like I like I said in the in the Discord chat, I'm just waiting for the Top Gun volleyball scene. 
That's that's what I'm expecting from our beach our beach scene. Uh, I think Callisto is uh, wandering around the house, not touching anything, but most specifically looking at the stained glass windows and just observing the beauty there. She's never seen anything like it. Castro, on the other hand, is probably sitting down just staring at this wanted poster of himself, looking frazzled. You know, the longer you stare, the worse it gets. It didn't do anything wrong. No. Neither did I. I said we didn't. None of us did. Oh, sorry, you cut out. No. No, we didn't. But apparently such is life. 10,000 gold is so much money. Anybody could turn us in in a heartbeat. I mean, to be quite honest with you, until very recently, I did not know what 10,000 gold even meant. So it doesn't have the same effect to me that I think it does for you. Money didn't matter to me much either before I left. But I know how it matters to people. Fair enough. Quite frankly, I think we need to find you a distraction. Uh, I'm all ears. I'm sorry, I just saw Chris's face. What are you doing? <laughs> Being dirty. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, yes. it was just one of Calista's brilliant moments where you're like, you're something and you have no idea what you just said. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, come on. Okay. Alex knows what Callisto just said. Callisto does not know what Callisto just said. Neither uh, is Caster, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> we just have two innocent beings here who don't know how anything works. Um, I, I think... think... Oh, jeez. There's an echo. Somebody just echoed. Sorry. Okay, we're good. Anyway. I think we should go to the river because Caustic and Zur are at the beach and I don't want to interrupt pseudo guy time and Finn's doing his thing. Like, I feel like you and I should do something. We haven't done something in a while, just you and me. It has been ages, hasn't it? Yeah, pretty much since, I mean, We've done, like, emotional things, but, like, nothing fun. I could use some fun. Let's go find some fun, then. And she will step out the front door. Caster will follow. And Callisto's gonna go try and find the river. She's probably gonna get lost. Is it easy to find the river? Oh, yeah, um... Like, if you... Zara specified that you should go up the river, like, before the bathhouse. Because obviously they empty their water into the, the river. So, like, down from the bathhouse to the harbor is kind of dirty. But if you go, like, just past the market, actually. Like, if you go into the market again and then, like, over here. 
Um, there's some nice flowers along the boardwalk there. Callisto's going to Are you passing the, uh, I'm just going to ask, are you passing the marketplace? I'd say yeah. Then you may make a perception. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 23. Nice match. Um, yes, both of them rolled through. Both of you got a 23, which I think I'm going to chalk that up to roll 20, doing a stupid thing. But both no, good they're rolls. they're in love, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of love, well, maybe not love, but um, where Bastion's stall is, it, it, it's it's still there. Um, it's mostly about half packed up as as the day gets a little bit longer. Um, sitting on a crate uh, to the side of his his like small cart will be Arwen and him, and they'll be seeming to have a conversation. Um, he is on one side with his legs leading to the other, while she's more forward on the on the crate. Uh, kind of sitting the opposite direction while both of them kind of like facing each other. Um, they seem to be kind of discussing uh, a few things in in kind of like the the cart that he sells as well as maybe a couple of flowers. There seems to be a wider range of conversation going on. Well, that's adorable. It is. But you're not worried about her, you know, Crystal being out on her own around? Okay, I'm worried, but also we're in the city too. And one would think we would know if something happened to her. We have the rings, don't we? I mean, we do, but... What if something, you know, more powerful snatches her up and teleports away? Well, we don't have the resources or abilities to follow that. You know, I think you will probably have a really good rebuttal for this, but you worry way too much. I never used to. What, before we became wanted? No, before we died and nearly died. Nearly died again and nearly died. Yeah, yeah it's I suppose taking a toll. We do get in a lot of trouble. But we're essentially on vacation. Yeah, but I guess that would be the best way to describe this. It'd be better if we weren't wanted. I'd be having more fun on this vacation if we weren't wanted criminals. But we are. And we're going to have to deal with that. Yep. So, for the moment, while we have the ability to be wanted criminals and on vacation instead of wanted criminals and actively throwing ourselves into danger, we might as well have fun, right? No, I mean, you've, you do have a wonderful point. 
Thank you. I try. All right. Come on. I want to go look at some flowers. Okay. Caster will follow. Okay. Eventually, you guys will the hit river. the river. Uh, so there is uh, definitely a solid stream, um, which will eventually open out into the harbor. Uh, I'd say there's maybe six to seven different types of plants here. Uh, but for the most part, they're kind of sporadic. You gotta kind of pick a little bit here, pick a little bit there. Otherwise, you could pretty much kill the plant if you take too much. Um, okay. So basic foraging rules. Only only take a little bit, leave most, so that it can regrow. Totally. Um I feel like Callisto is specifically looking for lilies, since those are her favorite flower. And she's kind of missing the uh, flowers on her horns. Roll me a 1d100. Okay. Um, there's about one grouping of it, and unfortunately half of the plant looks like it's slowly dying. Okay. Uh, Calista's not going to pick anything from it, but she will uh, go up to it and see, try and figure out what's wrong with it. Um, I'm guessing that between the sun and the roots not fully getting enough uh, water, someone also seems to have stepped on them, which has unfortunately caused a bit of damage. Shame be upon people. Okay, um... Is there any way that Costa could move it to a spot where it would have more water and wouldn't get stepped on as much? I mean, you have Druidcraft. You can just kind of get it to grow. Yeah. I, I know, but mm -hmm. I want to prevent further damage. Um, I mean, there's a few places that you can kind of sit it, but for the most part, everything's kind of out in the open. There's no real safe place for anything. It just kind of drew the short straw when somebody was coming to get water. Okay, fair enough. Um, Clisto is going to use Druidcraft uh, and just say, okay, now let's just hope that you don't get stepped on again and you'll be fine. And then she puts her hand on around the stem of the lily and slowly grows the roots out so that it gets a little bit more water and can regrow itself. Sounds. Yeah, I'm going to get more active on making sure spells have sounds and stuff like that. Which, I that may it. have been a little loud, but we can fix that post. Uh, awesome. So the lilies will regrow. Um, they'll probably bloom uh, about six or seven more of their flowers. Um, you'll you'll kind of see the, the ground underneath of them. Uh, grow thicker roots, uh, if not a more hefty web of, of kind of sediment kind of moving through as it kind of grows in. Uh, but they'll look relatively he healthy afterwards. Okay, cool, cool. Um, she is going to just take, not not the biggest one, but just like a lily that doesn't seem like it would be missed. She's going to stick it in her hair. 
It dies. No, I'm just kidding. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it does die. It's a, it's a picked lily. They just die like that. But okay, cool. That would be hilarious. You could technically keep it alive forever. You could just druidcraft the shit out of it. Yeah, that is technically Every actually day. after her other vines alive. It was just druidcraft for eternity. Caster's going to look yeah. around. What, what kind of other flowers are there? Um, the only other big ones would probably be the the primroses, uh, c- kind of like the ones from earlier. Um, those are the big ones here. Um, if you were to go farther down the river past the the bathhouse, there might be a few other uh, flowers. Um, definitely cactuses as well on here. Cacti. Okay. I should say, because I think that's the proper terminology. Cacti, not cactuses. It, it, it is cacti. Callisto, by the way, is going to go stab herself with a cactus multiple times because she has never seen a cactus in her life. Be careful with those, Callisto. They're very sharp. But they're pretty. They are. So these are known as gungdi cactuses. Cacti. Uh, the gungai are a little bit different. Um, these are actually a creation of mine that I had way back in Talalia. Um, but they have also seemed to sprung up in Incendium. Uh, the gungai actually have miles long roots. Um, and they stretch all the way to any type of fresh water. Um, the longest recorded route found by one is 67 miles long. Um, and that's just kind of how they survive. If you were to cut one in half, they have a wellspring of water inside, probably about enough for a full uh, water skin. Um, of course, it's slightly flavored. You know, you're going to get that cactus flavor, but it is fresh water. Um, it can it can actually desalinate water itself. So it can actually have roots all the way to the ocean, which pulls salt water, but in the actual uh, cacti itself will be fresh water. Just a little tidbit. Because I feel like it's something you probably would have at least known about. Sorry, I'm referencing Avatar behind the camera. Callisto's got to keep picking flowers. I mean, Castro will join in the flower picking. I mean, he's only really sees primroses and cactuses, so there's not really a great combination. But um, he'll join. He's trying to just get his mind off of things. As, so let's take close, a, a yeah. oh, I'm sorry. I was <laughs> going to go ahead and take a quick break, and that way we can head over to uh, Zur and, and Caustic uh, for a little bit, and then we can come back and, and kind of take turns and switch in between so everybody gets a little bit of screen time. Um, so um, Zer is, is running up the path that um, he initially instructed Koss and Finn to go, um, but Finn went off to, to play. Um, so he's running to catch up, and as soon as he sees 
Koss in the distance. Maybe he's stopped or sitting down or waiting, or maybe he's just walking. Keep walking. He'll uh, he'll shout, Koss. Uh, Koss will turn around, like because it sounds like an urgent yell. So like, <laughs> I'm free like... from the dwarf. Were you not free? Congratulations. I'm just I'm just fooling with you. Oh, um, okay. I, I thought I had missed something. Okay, well that's good. Um so um I'm despite coming from a seaside town, um didn't really do much with the beaches. What do you typically do with the beaches when you can swim in water and not either be eaten by fish or covered in nastiness? Well, uh Luckily, there is a Great Barrier Reef out along these parts of the coast. Um, sharks don't normally come past it. However, we typically avoid swimming and surfing at night, just in case. Um, that said, there is surfing. Surfing is a big sport, especially of mine. Um... You don't, you don't look like you're in favor of uh, learning an entirely new sport with new equipment, though. Um, there's uh, volleyball-like sports, uh, kickball-like sports that you can play in the sand. Uh, um, really, if we go walking far enough, unless you like collecting shells. Um, we should be able to find something that somebody has set up. Well, let's combine the two. We walk, we look for shells and teeth, and then if we see something that someone set up, then we can do that. All right. It's, uh, it's been a while since we've had one of our talks. Now I have to roll a real quick out of character. I have to roll a perception check for Caustic to find some shark teeth. Maybe they will have better luck than I do. Okay, roll 20 is not loading my character sheet, so never mind. <laughs> uh, Zara is looking anyway for, like, with with Cos. Um, I'll roll my perception. Oh, well, that's about right. <laughs> um... So, probably not too long ago, let's say probably about 200 years ago, uh, this coastline was very popular with a certain type of, of shark. And then the climate sort of changed, um, and they, they died out. And a lot of the things that can be found now are, are fossils. What you are going to find is basically a megalodon-shaped large shark tooth. Um, it's going to be probably about the size of your hand. Uh, so in all, maybe about four or five inches-ish, give or take, uh, long. It is going to be fossilized, so it'll be a deep brown. Um, at this point, it, it is pretty much oxidized and, and stoned at this point. Oh, here you go, Koss. Uh, they look like this sometimes. I mean, all the time, these ones. Other ones, not so much. But these ones, um, they're actually quite rare. 
Um, I don't think it'll fit on a necklace, though. Um, but here you go. Uh, Caustic will take it, uh, like, and is just... Not, like, beaming. Probably beaming for Caustic, which is a small smile. Uh, <clears throat> this is, uh, incredible. Uh, we get, you know, the, the unifish out. But, well, that is technically a horn, and the physiological sense, you know, anatomical sense, I was thinking more. That's oh, that's so cool. Okay, so we're going to have to bring this back to the group. I wonder I wonder if anyone else is interested in this. Hey, let's let's continue. Yes. Uh, so, um, you know how I felt about being back home. How do you feel about being back home? Um, probably a lot more amiable. Um, I I feel a bit um, upset that my first interaction with my fiancé in a year had to be him giving me a wanted poster of myself. I don't know why he was talking to the Honorable Mother. Um, she's not really a political figure. She's more of a teacher of dance and song. Um... Apart from usually being a priestess in her younger years, the Honorable Mother isn't really connected to religion either. Um, there must be some greater importance that he was talking with her that I'll have to talk to him about later. Um, could have also just been asking for any assistance she could give. She has. That makes sense too, because she is considered one of the venerable elders um, in the city, one of the most honorable, to to use the name literally. Um, so that's a fair point. Um, would you care to fancy a game of athletics while we're here? I feel like we're working up a sweat. You're probably not used to the heat, but I am, and it, 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 it drives me not wild, but it, it pumps my blood. Uh, by all means, I, you're right, I'm not used to the heat, but it's better than some of the, the stickier, wetter heats that we've had uh, in our travels. So I'll take this in the sea breeze over uh, muggy swamp heat in EV. Uh, Corey, is, I, have a, I have a sort of a compound question for you. Um, is there a check that you would have us make to try to find some sort of setup um, game of like some sort of beach game, like a volleyball game? And if so, um, is there any kind of like combat check against check mini game that we can do to kind of show off our athletics towards one another? Well, there is a game known as Dollar's Ball. It's okay. uh, kind of a popular thing in this area. Uh, what it is is a slightly inflated uh, a, a light leather ball. It is basically beach volleyball, except the idea has no net. 
it is uh, don't let it touch the ground. Um, so one after the other, you guys will hit it in the air. Um, you will try to keep it up for as long as possible. And whoever's turn it is to hit it up, if you miss, you lose. Okay. Um, oh, it's like hacky sack, but with a, I assume, heavier, thicker volleyball. It's like yeah. balloon tag. Yeah, okay, yeah. hell yeah. Oh yeah, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> um, so uh, that would be, uh, let's see, uh, athletics. Um, you could also use acrobatics. Give me or you one minute, use... by the way. I'm just going to head outside really quick. I need to grab something. Okay. All right. I'm going to roll athletics here uh, against whatever it is that Zare rolls. Please be kind. This so you're going to drop bad. the ball first hit. <laughs> okay, yeah, that checks out. I just reloaded roll 22. Yeah, that's that's fair. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to pick it back up. Okay, uh, we'll call that beginner's luck, but bad. And I will... uh, it's just a foul. <laughs> foul. <laughs> the listeners, that was an eight. There we 16, go. much Average. better. <laughs> okay, um, I get up. So you'll... Up. Yep. You'll give a lob. Uh, it'll kind of chill in the air for a bit, have a little bit of hang time, and then it'll make its way down. 18, we'll do the same. Oh, oh man. Basically, right. we're going until somebody rolls under a 10. Okay, here we go. Oh, snap. All right, cool. 21 right. versus oh, another 21. 21. Oh, God. 24. 20. 18. Oh, nine. No. Zareth will miss. <laughs> uh, so I honestly, like, even though this happened really quick, like, with all of these, I think, like, Especially with how high these rolls were, like, I think we were, like, going to town. Like, we were pushing it to the limit. Walk along the razor's edge, uh, danger zone, uh, you know, straight up Top Gun. Uh, that was, that was, that was great. <laughs> I haven't enjoyed a sport like that since, well, since Lander and I used to play this. Um, Thank you for that. Uh, You won. I don't know what you won, but I guess I will show you any part of town that you want me to. Ask Uh, me. You shall receive. Well, I hate to basically bounce this back on you, but Knowing who I am, and knowing what I'm interested in, what is a place that you think I would like? A a secret, hidden place that, like, maybe not everyone knows about, or goes to, or is interested in? There's a few. So, first of all, this beach, in particular, like you found the... the, I found. (laughs) The fossilized tooth. Memories of the past those things that don't exist anymore. 
You can also find shells that are very, very old. But we've already done that. So second would be the caves and the cliffs that we passed through on our way to the beach. They also can have fossils, but they are also very old. But other than that, all you have is minerals. Now, secret places, places that people don't often go, just to the south of where we entered, the southern tip of the, the isle, is... Oh, you'll like this. It's our lighthouse, so to speak. There's usually one person in charge that's allowed to enter the isle, but I think if we're stealthy enough, we can get away with it. Is the, uh... Corey, is the tide going in or out? Currently out. Normally when the tide is nearly all the way out, you can actually walk to this island. Um... I think we might be able to do so. Um... They typically burn, um leaves uh stuff that washes ashore wood is very precious here and um doesn't serve well to burn animals on the altar um but there might be some ashes in there that you could collect and add to your um cinerarium that sounds fantastic uh not the best at um Sneaking, but I'm a little bit better when I'm not weighed down with all my equipment. So, uh, and maybe perhaps we can just. Oh, I'm just a tourist. I don't know what's off limits. And then we can just leave if we get caught. That's. That I've, sounds like fun. <laughs> uh, so, you said to the south, and I'll point to the south. I, I assume we can kind of like. If the tide is going out, like I. Assume it's probably like somewhere between like knee and waist deep to like walk out to the island if normally you can walk on it. Yeah, so for Corey's reference, if you're looking at like the southern tip of the leftmost peninsula, is this island right here. So when the tide is out, this little channel here is usually like sand that you can walk across. And the brassiere is this little orange icon here. So that's where I'm taking Cossack. Right. Where were you currently located? We were up the beach um, past number 11, that road leading off to the left side of the map. Oh, so we're uh, heading back to town and south. Back to town and south. So around here? Okay. So then you might not see it. Alright. Um, so I'm going to take them to the edge and wade through maybe some half-height water if, if that sounds about right. And then there'll be some little stone steps that go up to the, uh, the thing, the, uh, the brassiere and, um, I mean, if you want to, Caustic, it's not 
terribly early. You could light the brassiere if you want to. You said there was someone for that. Is this... Them? Well, it's not like they're going to come out here just to extinguish it and then come out here an hour later to reignite it. It gives you this like, boy little grin. Isn't it... Wouldn't it be... I gotta say this because we're gonna. I'm gonna cut this for a minute, but it would be hilarious if by the time that you were gone, they turned it into a warning signal. <laughs> so the whole fucking town panics. Oh, that would be funny. I'm just kidding. Uh, so I'll kind of look. Just you know what? Uh, <laughs> sure, I'll do the honors. Just let me take the tax, and I'll just grab like. Like a pinch, like just kind of grab with like five fingers. Also, walking through the water, Caustic would have like dunked themselves fully in, like kind of made sure that they got fully submerged just to cool down. But uh, would grab some of that, put it in like this almost like wineskin pouch that they have on their like waist, and like kind of pour it in, like you know, like you pour sand through your hands. Uh, and then we'll just no. kind of. Can oh, I ahead. ask one thing, just mm -hmm. just so that I'm in my mind, uh, kind mm -hmm. of figuring things out? You have the chill spike, right? I do. Yes. That will kind of cool the water that it touches, so that'll cool it down. Uh, we're we're talking. If you keep it in the water long enough, probably like 30, 40 seconds, it'll create like a slushy around it oh is that no matter where it is because like the way if, if you I... put it in the water if it gets dunked under that is what will occur um okay. however you wish to put it that's that's up to you i i um, hate to use this phrasing but it doesn't matter shaft or tip if any bit of that spear gets in there it will it gets slurry correct yeah. okay um and and zareth i know you own a scimitar uh yep. and a dagger Yep, both um, are very basic. Are you like iron weapons? Are you keeping those out of the water? Or are we being careful of that, or just not careful? Oh yeah, definitely careful because I don't know how much carbon's in it. I don't want to rust it. I've had this scimitar a long time. It was my father's. All right. Uh, also, also for notes slash any fan art, if anyone wants to draw just two shirtless people having fun, Caustic yes does have their spear, but no armor or shield. So it's just just chill spike because that is not theirs. Basically, that is supposed to be returned eventually. Oh, also crap! I think I missed my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that was uh, five days ago. Whoops. <laughs> That's fine. I've been I've been indicted on domestic terrorism charges. I think that'll uh, be an exception. This is like an episode of Twenty Four. Like I just like I'm like. That just click. Oh God, Caustic's gonna have that realization too. Like thinking about that, that'll be later. Uh, but yeah, Caustic will grab the, the ash, put that in their pouch, and then will just kind of like cock their head, think about how to do this, uh, and then snap their fingers with prestidigitation, which I believe can light a small flame, uh, and then just kind of get that to spike up into a full burning thing. 
Uh, a, a fire yeah, so is the word. It'll create sparks, and those sparks can quickly light to a flame with enough accelerant, and I'm sure they've got enough dry grass and, and stuff in there that it'll go up pretty quickly. So. Now, I don't mean to be weird, Caustic, but I think you'll actually like this. Now, a lot of the wood, like I said, or plant material, wood or leaves that wash ashore that end up in that pyre, some of it comes from old ships, and the old ships are built from wood, from the trees that grow in the area, and all the trees get their nutrients from the soil, which, as you can imagine, in the desert isn't very nutritious. Well, I've mentioned before that... Um, Typically, we don't bury our dead. We cremate them and plow the ashes back into the soil to improve the fertility. So, what you have there, and he points to what he collected from the the the, the brazier before um, he lit uh, they lit it. Um, what you have there is actually the ashes of, of many generations of souls you could say, from my people. I don't know if that's weird, or if you find that cool, or if it's very sacred to you, um, but I find it interesting. I see my people wherever I go. Wherever there's well, dust. Then I will carry their stories, and I will carry their memories, and this place with me. But... What I will not do is stand around here too long after possibly, I don't even know what crime this would be, but I'm going to skedaddle and Caustic will kind of like hustle back over to like cross over and swim back. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, is it actually starting to storm? There is an offshore kind of cloud formation occurring. I wouldn't say it's storming, but if you've ever been on the edge of the ocean, there is this beautiful phenomenon where you can see the rain hit the ocean. So you can see the clouds, you can see the full formation of the storm, but it's so far away. You're not going to have it hit you, but you can just watch as the rain hits a certain area of this open flat water as it rolls across the ocean. And it's, it's kind of cool because you can see that lightning kind of strike through the clouds, the lighting of this, this kind of misty sky with the, with the rain coming down with lightning strikes. And it's just, it's kind of a, a, a beautiful sight. It is horrifying getting caught in that. Yeah, Caustic is going to be moving fast. Like, seeing that on the shore is nice. Seeing that while you are in the water and you do not know how fast that storm cloud can come in, it's not as nice. So, Caustic, even if it's just like a five-minute walk through the water, is going to just be hustling and bustling uh, to get out. So it's just going to follow, and he's going to be like, um, like, just like, like, bro bros, like, dude bros, and just like, like, trying to, like, piggyback on Cos and, God. like, and like like punching him in the shoulder and just like just being dudes. Absolutely. Caustic is like gonna kind of like at first just like 
ignore it or like try to be fast and then like after a while it's gonna like try to kind of like while you go to like jump for a piggyback right like pivot to like toss you into the water basically uh uh, and then we'll just make it back to the shore as quickly as possible, and then at that point, we'll, like, turn and start, like, full-on, like, wrestling. Uh, you know, the brother wrestle. I don't have brothers, but I've heard that that is a thing that people with brothers do, is wrestle them. Confirm yeah. or deny anyone with Confirm. brothers. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Confirm. Um, so as you guys chum it up, um, I'd like to take a break from you guys and head over to Finn. Um, so you've had most of the evening, you've you've performed, you've gained a little bit of money uh, in hand. You also have a letter and a way of returning one, if you so choose. I just kind of wanted to see where you're sitting on that. Because you got that about you know a couple hours ago. Yeah... Uh... I'd say he'd, he'd probably play for like, just for another hour or two, but I mean, that's, he played for about an hour or two, and then after that, he collected what money he got, went back to Zer's place, sat at the the kitchen table, and he opened up the letter to see what it said. Um, so for the most part, it's her writing to you not knowing... You know where you've been, but knowing that the letter would find you, thanks to the magical item which was was gifted to her. Um, it is just kind of explaining about her day, um, her performances, um, being able to head back home. Um, oh, they had uh, a little bit of roast beef the other day, which she felt was, was kind of delectable. Uh, so she wrote you a little bit about that. Um she heard the chirping of a very distinct bird that seemed to mock other sounds. She thought that was nice too. Um, and, and she's just like a, a general conversation piece. It's a, a pen pal letter with, uh, you know, with, with feeling. He would, he would smile as he reads it and he would start to write back to her using the, uh, the, 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 the like the pen. It, he would first apologize because the handwriting would be would be a little bit terrible because uh, an accident had happened where he lost his hand, his 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 writing hand. But he would tell her about the other adventures he had, uh, omitting a lot of like of the dangerous stuff like the disease, uh, being out on the sea, uh, the. The, the sights and, and things he saw while he while he traversed through the jungle. Uh, now that he's and and he's in a desert, like he got teleported to a to a new area in the desert. And just be glad to to hear from her. And he would start to write something, but then kind of scratch it out and just say. I, I, I cannot wait for the next letter and then do what he needs to do to send it back to her. Um, so once signed, if you were to let the um, quill go, the quill would then kind of float 
your letter would as well. It would fold up. The quill would then kind of spin around the letter, and then in a, in a like a small puff of smoke, it'll it'll be gone. Yeah, he'll, he'll kind of after that he'll sit at the table a bit, just thinking on things. Uh. At some point, he would see if he could get in contact with uh, Dagon. Um, sure. I mean, how would you reach out? Uh, I, I guess just uh, uh, the connection, maybe just kind of focus on sending his thoughts to Dagon and just be like, just wanted to ask him a question. All right. Um, you'll, you'll probably hear, you know, audibly in your head. What can I do for you? I guess I just... I want to know exactly what is the plan for helping Zalem. What is this tattoo on my back and what will happen to me when we do this ritual, I guess? Well, um, there is little of what I can and cannot share. The more, you know, the less likely it is for things to succeed, I should say. Um, the tattoo is harmless. You will, uh, provided you don't receive any mortal wounds should be fine upon using this ability in which you've gained. I guess the most I can give you is that the tattoo in which you have received is a purification scroll, in a way. That is ancient, written only by my father. Does Zalem know about it, or no. He has no idea that it even existed. This was created after he was banished to the Outer Realm, um, when my father once thought there was hope to save him. Um, but since then, my father has gone missing, so... Um, so, uh, I guess that was... I was just wondering if there was a way, like, if he knew about it, could he track us with it? No. No, this is old magic, and since it is made by my father, there is ultimately no power stronger than it in the universe. So, this will be, this is just basically to cure whatever corruption he has. Yes, it would allow you to potentially activate this when the time is right. You know that he's in Vagrant's body. Do you think it'd be a wise idea for us to meet him sooner than later? I would believe it might be a bit foolish. I think he would um, choose to get rid of you more so than communicate. Um, and playing right into his hand might seem like a good idea. 
but there are heavy risks among that as well. And he does not always play fair. Yeah. Um... trying to think uh i don't think there's anything else i i have to ask i think that was all i really wanted to know uh well uh i have been also doing a small favor add out onto you anastasia is safe and not implicated in anything i, I shall that, see you to it that that is the way it stays I, w I was actually going to ask about that. I'm glad that she uh, that she's safe. Uh, were you the reason why I, my disease went away? No. That so. was Arwen. Really? Her influence, mixed with the raw magic, created a side effect, which then overtook the flower. I'll have to thank her next time I see her. I don't believe she knows. But, more than welcome to. Um, just figured I'd let you know that it might be outing information that you have gained from a source that you could not credit. Yeah. So just keep quiet for it about now. You are more than free to talk to your friends about this. I would just recommend that it be best between us. In the end, I cannot change your mind. I do not control you. This is a deal that we've made between each other, and... That is all. I am not going to punish you. I'm not going to harm you or turn against you. I am just merely going to give you what I believe the best option at hand is. So you don't think it's a good idea for me to, to mention you or or the plan or my or our plan, our deal. In time maybe. However, I feel that with the history that Caustic might have with deities and situational issues about not trusting, it might not turn to a very trusting relationship if we were out it. Fair, but keeping this long, keeping it a secret longer than necessary can also not build trust it's only not a bad I see it as a very particular situation it is dishonest and I will albeit see that but at the same time we're waiting until the information that we give gets a fair ground of communication You're right. For now, it's not that I think less of them or your friends. I just I feel that emotions are high currently, and trust is limited. 
Yeah, especially after finding out we're wanted and all that. So for now, I will keep quiet. I do appreciate this. There isn't any one way in which I can repay you more than I plan to do in the future. Um, if you have not found a way to rejuvenate one's hand by the end of all of this, maybe I can swing a favor with Hestium. I... Hestrum, sorry. I think I'm okay on that. I think I can learn to to live with it and be better without it. But I, I also understand wanting to do everything you can to help save your brother. So I understand, and that, that's why I, I, I agreed to the deal in the first place. If there is one last thing, I might be able to shine a light on your friends. A bit of information. The temple, of course, outlined ways in which this can all can end. I'm sure if you were to investigate that temple, a few more places, you might find that there is a bit more of description as to how each one of those endings may or may not occur. All in all, I think the group is looking for someone. Um, however, I think it might be in one of the group's minds to see if one might be able to rally the group together in hopes of combining uh, your all's abilities in order to control what it is that Arwen has. I can't say whether or not for sure that will succeed. But there's a high probability of loss on that. Alright. Thank you. Good night. And say night. He'll sit there for a minute. Look for uh, like a scrap of paper or something and write on it saying I'm going to the 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 temple we came into just to look around a bit. I'll be back before nightfall and leave it on the table and, and head to that temple just to I guess, like, guess what uh, like Dagon said uh investigate around see if I could see anything more. So we'll end with a kind of Finn heading to the temple. Of course, she will arrive eventually, but along the way, um, could I ask you to roll a perception for me? Yes. Perception of a 13. As you, as you go to cross the bridge, there is um, a light off in the distance. Um, well, of course, you'll see this signal light on an island not too far uh, around the peak uh, of this, this small town. But in the middle, um, probably around between two docks in the sand, right where the ocean kind of meets this area, you'll notice two people um, sitting on uh, what seems to be some sort of carpet. 
uh, with a couple of candles lit around the area, and they seem to be sharing a meal together. Um, uh, it will, upon a little bit more investigation with your eyes, you will find that that is Arwen and Bastion enjoying an evening together. He'll smile a bit and kind of, I don't, I don't know if I'm far, like, close enough to it, but, like, prestidigitation the candles to, like, change colors for a bit just to, like, help, like, the, like, if I have to get clo- a little bit closer without them noticing, I will, but just kind of help the mood, like, entertain. Um... You know what? Roll of cold. We're gonna, we're just gonna let you kind of, regardless of of space. We're just gonna let that kind of happen a bit. He'll he'll watch a bit, just just to make sure not like she's okay and all that, and start heading back. Start heading toward this temple. Let me make a D one hundred roll here. Um, give me one more perception roll. Eighteen. So we're gonna, of course, of course, you will make it to the temple by the end of this. But I think one lovely scene that I think that we can kind of leave on a cliffhanger is. Finn will actually see them share a kiss before he leaves. And I think that is a good place to end it for the night. Wahoo! Oh no! <laughs> Good on to NPCs. Thanks for listening to this episode. Don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode and comment so we can bring more people to join the story with us. We want to thank Sirenscape as we use their sound systems for our sound effects and music. Check out the description if you want to know exactly which sets we used this episode. Thanks to Kobold Press, we use their monster write-ups to keep our players on their toes and you listeners on the edges of your seats. Join us next episode as we continue our story.